What's up, guys? We are back. We are better than ever. It is Kyle and Allie Hammers on the Going On podcast. It has been such a long time, and um, we've kind of been all over the place, um, just college and work, and I've been in musicals lately, so I've been at the college till 7, and just when you get home, you know, it's there's just a lot going on right now, so. Yeah, I would say we're just very busy, and yeah. we uh, just got behind uh, like we have a couple of times in our podcast journey, and uh, we've just kind of, you know, said, "Hey, let's let's pick it back up," and then as soon as we do, we get behind again, yeah. and then so here we are again, saying we're going to pick it back up. So uh, we'll just see how it goes. I guess yeah. I'm busy. She's busy, and but uh, it's just a season. Um, it's just a season. You yeah. know, we're both working. We're both going to school. So. Uh, very shortly, we will be closing the 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 pages on school, and I think that's really going to free up our schedules a lot, just a to lot. be able to do things like this and be more regular and consistent about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, but there is a little bit of knocking off the rust. Yeah, it feels like just sitting <laughs> down and recording. Cause we haven't done this in a while. Oops. But alarm. Allie's got something. To talk about today, she texted me this morning and said, hey, I know what our podcast is going to be about. And I said, okay, I don't. So go ahead and take it away. Yeah. Um, so I don't know about you guys, but I think I've we've established the point that we have been so busy. And um, I know like a couple of weeks ago, I posted something on my Instagram story about like being busy and just trying to find the grace and um, trying to find the time to be able to get in the word. Because obviously, um, you know, we've heard the importance of scripture and what it has in our lives. But then we get busy and we forget (laughs) that instead of scrolling our phones, we can be opening these pages and literally life can be speaking. And so I've just been really, really busy and literally every single hour of my day is taken up by something. So I was like, I feel like I have no time, um, to just sit down with the Lord. And so these uh, probably for about a week now, um, instead of just waiting, I guess for, the time to just come, um, I've made it the time and there's a big difference in waiting for that and actually be intentional about making the time. And when I say making the time, I mean like 10 minutes before I'm supposed to walk out to the door, um, for work or, um, in the evening after I've, you know, done my nightly routine and gotten into bed and have some time, Um, it made time to just sit down with the Lord and journal and look into scripture and read a book and stuff. And so I've done that for about the past week and I have really felt my best. Mm -hmm. And I know that to be true because, um, I know that I'm a completely, like I react and I respond to things differently 
if I'm not in scripture. (laughs) So, and I think that Mm -hmm. you will, you might not notice, you know, your persona or just your attitude and your perspective on everyday life in general until you start making this a priority every single day. And, you know, like this is our life. Our life is centered around Jesus. Um, but I just feel like I have just the time to literally be poured into is just gone away. And so I've made the time and I've stopped, um, you know, making excuses, which I haven't really made excuses, but, um, there is, we do have a lot more time in the day than we think we do. Mm -hmm. And even five minutes of in the word can affect the rest of your day. Yeah. Sometimes you get caught up in just the flow of the day to day and, uh, g- going with the flow means, you know, we're not being intentional yeah. and, uh, we know that, you know, if we shoot to hit nothing, we're going to hit it every time. Yeah. So one of the things that I don't know if you realized, but, um, you, you had talked about how you had kind of fallen out of the word and then you had gotten back into it. And I would even challenge you to go back a week ago and just to analyze what our lives looked like. So I was getting ready to go on a a short little work trip Mm -hmm. and you were really dreading it. You were really (laughs) nervous for it. I hate being Um, alone, guys. Just because (laughs) she didn't want to be alone and it's easy for you to kind of get in your own head, especially, you know, me being in a situation where I'm not around. And so... Going into it, I, I said, I, you know, this is going to be maybe a tough couple of days for you. So rather than being reactive, you know, with our feelings during these couple of days, let's go ahead and proactively make a decision to uh, make sure we're in our word a little bit more just over those next couple of days. Mm-hmm. So just because we know it's a it's the, the, the storm is going to be coming that, you know, the, the winds are going to start howling. Let's go ahead and just make a conscious decision. We are going to spend more time in the word than we normally do. Yeah. And as a result of that, you know, it's carried on. Even as I've been back home, you're still in your word. And I just preached a message the other day. And I think it's funny when you preach a message uh, and you... You're thinking about it a lot. It's ingrained in your mind and, and your heart. Uh, you you become open to s- seeing situations around you in which that sermon can be also kind of applied to it. And I preached a sermon over Acts chapter 6, and I'm not going to really go into the details of it, but basically the situation was uh, the disciples, it says that there were some complaints from the Hellenistic Jews against the Hebraic Jews saying that the widows were being underserved, that they were a group of people that needed to be served, um, but and they were being served, but they weren't being served to the point in which they needed. And the disciples were the ones serving them, and they made the decision to elect seven, the choosing of the seven, which included uh, Stephen, to go ahead and take the role of waiting on the tables and and tending for the widows where they spent their time and energy focusing on the word. And all of this, this transition, it all came about from an issue. And the issue was that the widows were not being taken care of good enough. 
And it even says in the scripture that they complained. And that word stuck out to me because I thought, how many times in church do we complain just to complain? We don't a lot of times complain and then connect it to a solution. Most of the time a complaint isn't a driving force to a solution. Most of the time it just falls on dead ground. But I love how the disciples were able to take the initiative, you know, realize the complaint and then develop a plan of action to go against it. So mm. what I see here, you know, as you were facing a couple of days where I was going to go away, you, instead of shying away from the challenge, you leaned into it and it actually helped you, uh, kind of go the direction of what God has for you. Mm-hmm. And the whole sermon was, what does God want me to do? Mm-hmm. And, uh, God wants you to go after the great thing, you know, for the disciples, the great thing was what it was the ministering of the word for the seven. What was the great thing? Well, the great thing for them was the waiting on the tables and taking care of the widows. Why were these the great things? It's because what God called them to do. So we can analyze what has God called us to do. Yeah. One of the things that I know for certain he's called us to do is to read our word. So when you're faced with a situation where it's challenging, Mm -hmm. Go ahead and make that conscious decision. I'm going to get in the word. Yeah. Actually, what you were able to do. Uh-huh. And then even now that I've been back, you know, you're still reaping the benefits of it. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just good. Yeah. So I'm I'm giving a speech in a couple of weeks. It's we have to give a persuasive speech in my comm class and. I chose for my persuasive speech um, why social media is causing anxiety and why it's responsible for the world's most anxious generation. And so, like, as I'm researching, you know, it's talking about how we spend so much time on social media. And (laughs) can you hear Kyle telling me to be louder? (laughs) Anyways, I'm supposed to be giving this speech on why social media is responsible for the world's most anxious generation. And I'm looking at research and I'm just going through all these things. I'm like, wow, am I any different? Am I really making a change by like, you know, I was just like thinking of, you know, later on when I was in practice and there was dead time and I was scrolling through my phone and I was like, I'm literally giving a persuasive speech on social media mm-hmm. and how, and I could be changing just the way I'm thinking right now by choosing not to be on my phone. And I'm not saying that's, I'm not bringing that up because of, I'm just saying that we have a conscious choice to choose something. And I think it's, it's harder to choose his word in a difficult situation because you want to run away and your emotions are easier to respond to Mm -hmm. and they're easier to lead because for one, I think we're comfortable in that. And then for two, it's what the enemy wants. So yeah, I, um, it's definitely the path of least resistance, mm -hmm. but most of the time the path of least resistance is not the the most beneficial path for us. Yeah. So, um, I just, I think I, uh, realized, especially in this past week when I've just 
actively been making the decision, even if it's just five minutes. I was actually, while I was thinking about this podcast episode on my way to work this morning, um, I was listening to a song called The Secret Place. And there's a verse that explains this so deeply, but so simply at the same time. And it says, better is a moment that I spend with you than a million other days away. I'm running, I'm running, I'm running to the secret place. <laughs> Come on, everybody give a hand clap. Oh, babe, a singer. You guys, you need to encourage him to sing with me more because I think he actually could do it. Like, Sound a lot better when you're there to harmonize with me. All right, let's do it again. <laughs> okay, so anyways... Like I said, better is a moment that I spend with him than a million other days away. And literally, if that is even five minutes before you walk out the door, instead of sitting on your phone and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and getting no benefit from it, you know, that is it. That is like, I think the world's number one most distraction. I know it is for me. Like, I'm, I'm waiting for this five minutes to pass. What should I do? Pick up my phone, look on social media. If we actively make the decision to open his word and just read a proverb or a psalm, nothing, you know, too in depth, our whole attitude for that whole day can literally change. And um, What if I only follow Christian influencers? Well, you know what I mean. Here's what I'm going to say to that. Here's, an awesome <laughs> Here's another point I have. If we have a desire to pour out to our friends, our family, our coworkers, our strangers, etc., we have to make time where God can pour into us first. It's an overflow. We can't pour out if we haven't been poured into. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you've experienced burnout or anything, you're experiencing burnout because you're not letting God pour into you and you're giving so much but you're also not making the time to receive from him. Mm-hmm. So yeah. are are you being poured into and who is pouring into you? Is mm-hmm. it God or is it social media or is it mm-hmm. people that don't really need to have that kind of privilege in your life, you know? And yeah. 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 And I'll add to that uh, to answer my own question of, I was just kind of being playful and being a little devil's advocate there. Mm-hmm. Um, like usual. Like What if I only follow Christian influencers? Well, then, you know, social media for me is not a toxic place, but it's a good place. Yeah, exactly. And I would say to that person, you you should follow Christian in you should you should follow Christians of influence, Mm -hmm. people you know that have influence that are Christians that are going to be speak that are going to speak truth, but still, yet God's word is still going to dominate God's word, and and even John Bevere or. John, if you compare them to like God's word's going to be better, you know, hopefully he's John Bevere is going to speak God's word. Hopefully Louis Giglio is going to speak God's word. But Mm. um, there's also this variable that cannot that has to be accounted for with social media. And it's called the algorithm. How many times are you scrolling through social media? Instagram doesn't know Instagram doesn't have good theology. So you're following only Christian influencers it's still going to show you reels and things that uh, you don't necessarily follow. Yeah. 
you know, but it's like, oh, these. It's still going to give you a taste of something that you, you yeah. know, don't Instagram want Instagram can't decipher good theology, though. It yeah. can just decipher, oh, this hashtag says God, and so does this one. I wonder if this person will like that. Mm-hmm. And then before you know it, you're going down a rabbit hole of um, people speaking something that may not even be the truth. I don't know. I'm just kind of, uh, I'm, I'm not being... Um, overly judgmental in in saying that. I'm just saying God's word's better and yeah. no argument can be put up against that. Yeah. Period. Something I know too though is like, because in your sermon the other day you were like, what is God calling you to? And um, immediately, you know, our minds go to like the big thing, like what are my talents? What are my, what are my skills? What can God use me for? You know? And one thing I know, regardless of like all that, God is calling us to read his word every day because out of his word are revelations and he plants things in our mind from his word. And if we, we have to have a foundation of truth before we can ever go out and live out Mm -hmm. the calling he has for us or we're living it in a fake way, you know, he wants us to be real and to be authentic and, um, everything. So, yeah. yeah. And start there. If you want to know where God's calling you to read his word, open up the Bible, read his word, pray, then you'll start to realize, all right, okay. I see where this is going. We can't skip out on like mm-hmm. we can't skip out on reading his word and go yeah. straight to, you know, the the fruit of reading mm-hmm. his word, you know? Yeah. Sometimes I'm amazed by how constraints can actually be a driver towards a solution. Mm-hmm. And Craig, Craig Rochelle talks about this a lot where uh, one time, you know, he was put in a situation. By the way, his church founded pretty much the multi-site Mm-hmm. version of church where they have a speaker on a screen, you know, at a different location. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of out of an accident. They they actually started doing that because of a constraint because they had no other option because uh, Craig's wife was in labor like the night before and there was no way he was going to be at church the next morning to be able to give give the word. But they had recorded the last Friday of him speaking. So they just decided, Hey, we're in a situation where we don't have alternatives. Let's just go ahead and put it on the screen and see Mm -hmm. what happens. Um, when you don't know what God is calling you to do, instead of thinking and dreaming of and brainstorming of the millions of things that he could have you do, do the things that you know, he wants you to do. Do the things that you are for certain he wants you to do. And I don't know about you, but a couple of those things that I can put on the list of things I know that God wants me to do. I know that God wants me to get in my word every single day. And also, I know that he wants me to pray every single day. Mm -hmm. Those are the practical. And in my sermon the other day, this kind of flowed along with it. But I had a list. I had a list of practical things. And then I had a list of other things. The practical things were very specific. They were like, God wants me to read my word. God wants me to read read. And people pray. are like, but those are Sunday school answers. Well, there's yeah, a reason are. they're Sunday school answers. Yeah. Like, it's, there's a reason. Because your we grandparents hear, know what's up. Yeah, we hear them all the time because we need to hear them all the time. And I really think God does, doesn't want us to forget like yeah. the power of his truth. And, and 
out of reading his word and being consistent in his word and praying and just making that time for him, that is where everything else is birthed, where the ministry Mm -hmm. that you've got in mind, that you feel led to do, that's where that's birthed. Or, you know, a business that you're wanting to start that has Christian values and you want to be a light for Jesus in that. That, this is where it's birthed, you know, it it doesn't just come out of a, you know, the air, (laughs) you know, God plants that when you are reading this truth because he wants whatever he's called you to, when you live out your life, he wants that to be built off of Mm -hmm. his word, you know? Yeah. So the things that I mentioned, the the reading your Bible and the praying, those are the practical. What Ali just mentioned right there with uh, maybe the idea to start the new ministry or the the idea to go ahead and get a, a new business started with, you know, Christian influence and Christian values, godly principles. Mm-hmm. Those are those fall under the other category. These mm-hmm. are the things that, you know, you really have to listen to God's voice mm-hmm. to let him speak to you on, on what he yeah. wants you to do. You can't do it on your own. Yeah. And then this flows perfectly into the four P's, which we can talk about it very briefly, but we've done many episodes on it before. Mm-hmm. You can go back and find those. And basically in the four P's, it's, it's prayer, uh, positioning, purpose, and peace. Mm-hmm. And it starts with prayer. Yeah. You know, it starts with the practical. It starts with the things that we know that God wants us to do, like pray. Yeah. From that place, he, we, we become open. He can speak into us, and he can say, hey, I want you to go over here. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, okay, God, I got it. I'll go over here. Yeah. And I think boom, it, we're in positioning. It flows. Yeah, I think it's so hard for our generation, and, you know, I'm a part of that. Kyle's a part of that. <laughs> I think it's so hard for us to like wait for things because we're so used to instant instant satisfaction you know and um with god like god works like no no any nothing else you know so so what would you say to the person who um they know everything that we're talking about is true mm -hmm. and it's important and it's real but uh they've just they failed to read their bible every day they failed to pray every day what would you say to that person well i mean i have to but you have to start simple. Like, I would say that they need to have a meeting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In a I meeting with need, God. They need to get on their iPhone, find an empty spot on their calendar, yeah. and they need to block out a section of time yeah. to when, just analyze mm-hmm. where some areas that things are imbalanced in my life. Yeah. You, uh, you have to be intentional about that first meeting with God. You know, first meeting back from... You haven't been able to read his word for a while or, you know, you haven't made the time to just pray and talk to him. Um, last week, I literally had to think of what my day was going to look like and say, that's what I'm going to yeah. sit on the bed and open the Bible and journal and pray and write mm-hmm. and just, you know, just and not be in a rush. You have to make the time you have to be intentional yeah it's not just going to come to you and because if we say oh, i'm just going to wait till i have time mm-hmm. you're never going to do it yeah so we're married mm-hmm. um just asking you this question would you rather me spend time with you just because i fell into the the, the flow and the routine and our schedules overlap and that's how i spent time with you or would you prefer me to intentionally seek quality time with you oh the second one yeah. So you, why? Because there's love between us mm-hmm. and atten- the intention aspect 
it speaks to the the love that yeah. I have for you. And it also, it says how you want to receive it yeah. just through intention. And I think God is no different, right? And it we also, have a living relationship with God. He's not religion. Yeah. He's a relationship. And so, yeah, he's going to, he's going to require and he's going to crave intention. He also is, <laughs> can't talk. It also shows that you want to spend time with me, you yeah. know? And, um, I like that. Yeah, and you I think, think that doesn't make God smile? Yeah. Whenever you you're think intentional that doesn't move about him? opening up his word? Yeah, exactly. Um, that's all I got, guys. <laughs> the, I was just, I, I don't know. It's just what I've been learning the past week and what I've been living the past week. And I've really just been really hungry to get back on here and share and share and share and share because for the past like couple of weeks, I've had like confirmation of, you just need to make time to sit down, even if it's like 20 minutes. And even if you've had a busy day, you got to make the time, just like for the word, got to make time to record an episode just to get back in the swing of it. So yeah. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Have grace with us. We are very busy people right now, <laughs> but it was good to be back on the podcast again. And um, we're just happy to be here. But as we always say, don't forget to go all in with Jesus, especially going all in in God's word. Bye.